Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. All right, cast the ticket. It is the recap. Welcome in on a Tuesday Oh, we'll get there, Jim. For the people not watching on YouTube, you just missed an inappropriate gesture. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe. Also, subscribe to the YouTube. Keep the reviews coming, the likes coming. It all helps the algorithm. You know the drill. We give you a ton of free stuff. We ask you to hit a button here or there, and we're good to go. We'll call it even. Uh, I am here live with... What was Tom Hanks' character in Toy Story? Because that's what you look like right now. Woody. Woody, Woody the Cowboy. How do you not know like, the main toy in Toy Story? Oh, because I'm not 12? <laughs> Leave me alone. I don't know. What was the, the space guy, Buzz uh, Aldrin, Lightyear, whatever? What was Marlon Brando's character in The Godfather? <laughs> Jim Costa, Mike Valeni, we're Horns here. Horns down, baby. Horns down. We'll get, yeah, let's get to it. So here's how we're going to do this. Normally, we recap all our bets. We're going to do that. We had two huge matchups this weekend. One was the Red River shootout where Jim and I were opposed one was the Niners and Cowboys, where we were opposed. We're going to start with those two, then go down the list. Uh, overall, here's where we're at. I went four and three in the NFL. Believe me, I ain't going to sit here and shake my booty. No, but 17 and 12 on the season. It turned it around. And again, one of those weeks murdered me. I know. Uh, college four and four. I'll take it. Because you're still 29 and 16. Right. And again, it's if that's your bad, that's good. Yep. Um, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I won money this weekend. I didn't. Uh, but I didn't die either. We'll keep it moving. The real story. Look, Jim with a small setback in the NFL at 16 and 15. But it doesn't matter when you go 9 and 3 in college. 9 and 3, Jim Costa, full frontal nudity. Just an unbelievable. Jim walked into his bedroom that <laughs> night. There were no jam jams. No jam jams for Mrs. Costa. This was Jim in a cowboy hat and at best a maple leaf hiding his brujol. Nine and three and should have been ten and two. But I know we're not going to cry for you. No. Dude, incredible job. And on by the you. season, incredible. 34 and 24. I got short arms, but I give you a fist pump. All right. I'm there for you. Now, the cap of all caps, though. Oklahoma. Oh. And I begged oh, you, no. buddy. I this begged you. This wasn't the cap of all caps, but no, no. Well, I guess a I had nine of them to pick from, but. Okay. Arrogance. No, no. <laughs> there were two I just thought were super sharp. In the night-heavy portion? Well, it was more you had underdogs that ragdolled favorites. Yeah. Those are the better. This was an incredible game and mm -hmm. drama in the back and forth. 
But go ahead. You have your flowers. You were the right side all day. I don't make excuses. There was never a moment where I felt like I had the right team that day. Let me be very clear. But g- give me your side of it. I'll give you my side of it, and we'll walk down well, the road together. you were just together. so obnoxious going in. I have to give it right back to you. You were Texas's back guy. And this is always what happens when Texas is back. They meet Daddy Oklahoma, and they get put in their place. Nice goal line stand. Those terms. Nice goal line stand by Oklahoma. Mm. Stop after stop after stop. And then Texas settles for a little field goal. And then Oklahoma goes on a game-winning drive. Oklahoma was the better team. I told you in August, it was proven on the field. Sooners run the Big 12 until proven otherwise. Texas gets a rematch. Their season's not over. That's all well and good. But Oklahoma was the better team, ran for over 200 yards, beat Texas up, won the game. I don't, Evan, I don't know about you. Did, didn't you expect a little bit more of a nuanced take versus frat boy over here? That that was a very surface level. What, what do you what do you want? You want to like snuff out like two interceptions early? No, there's no Oklahoma making plays. What? I think from a football perspective, since I'm here to you know talk like an adult, I, I was really impressed and taken aback by Oklahoma's offensive line. Mm-hmm. See, that's where it began and ended. They Texas couldn't get near Dylan Gabriel. And if you give any quarterback, but much less Dylan Gabriel, that much time. We talked about it. Two in the NFL, Dylan Gabriel in college. Diminutive. They don't like to be Mm -hmm. put off their spot. That really gave me the willy-nillies early where I went, "Uh uh-oh. But this is the problem I have with your little synopsis there. What? Well, first of all, both interceptions had nothing to do with Oklahoma. Nothing. Well, the the first one definitely did. Quinn Ewers throwing into triple coverage? The corner jumped the route. There were three Flushy of them. jumped the route. Which one jumped the route? The second one, one was of the, off, off on, the receiver's hands part of the at ca- the two-yard line. Part of the cap was OU leads the nation in interceptions, and then immediately oh, okay. the game starts, and boom, not oh, one but okay, two. Then. Right away, the Sooners do what they do. They take the ball away. Man, Quinn Ewers does part. what he does. How, how, about this, how about this goal line stand? He'd have you think this was something out of a movie. Well, you came in and you brought in defensive linemen to try to get a yard and couldn't do it. That was Steve Sarkeesian with four of the worst play calls I've ever seen. Well, that was Why the other cap. Sark's never won ten games. Well, that one I like, but that has nothing to do with goal line idiocy. It was just right. dumb. I really look at it. Quinn Ewers got off to this weird Xanax start. Mm-hmm. Then he completed, what was it, 23 of his next 24. He got in the groove. And you felt good about it. I think Texas overall was a B-minus performance. I think Oklahoma played their A game. So Oklahoma gets credit for getting Texas to oh, a yeah. B-minus performance. It was a cute little win. The reality is... No, no, don't go full Michigan fan here where it's like, oh, oh, we just ran out of time, we didn't play our best. The other team played a role in you not playing oh, I your feel best. Like, I don't feel like Texas was ever going to cover. I think the game was constantly in doubt. Sure. The, the line ended up being a little bit bloated, and you made a great call, and you stuck to it. And I, tried, it. I begged you. I know, but I also, like, I feel like... and I, great example, That was me trying to be a friend. Great example from my own life. You don't want to beat the team in the regular season. You want to beat them in the conference title game. MSU played Wisconsin, the Rocket game, right? Mm-hmm. Who'd we have to face in Indianapolis later that year? Wisconsin. Sure. It's hard to beat a team twice. And but, I think but, when that thing's in Arlington. But I listen, you can't. Evan, bop, you gotta throw bop, a flag. He's doing the you know, it's actually a good thing they no, lost. No, it's not a good because, thing. Because here's what it's happens. It's not a good thing because it cost me money, but it's a good thing because no. ultimately my futures are not impacted. No, Arguably, here's why it is. Are my here's futures why it is. impacted? Not 
yet. Okay. Not yet. If Texas loses another game. That's the point. Is Oklahoma just bought themselves a free play. No question. They can lose any one game the rest of the season until they meet again in the Big 12 title. Noted for the courtroom. And if Texas loses a game, welcome to college football, you're done. I don't think so. I don't. Two losses sitting out of the Big 12 title game, you're done. No, you're not. Do you, okay, who's the next best team in the Big 12 right now? Still has to be sorted out. No, 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 it ain't sorted out. Right here and now, West Virginia is the team. Are they statistics? Do you believe (laughs) West Virginia's getting home? Okay. I don't. We just had Chris Kleiman say, my team sucks after going to Oklahoma State. By the way, was that the Harvest Carnival? I don't think so. No, they wouldn't have done their homecoming on a Friday night. It was like the first Friday night game in 60, 70 years. TCU sucks. At Oklahoma State. West Virginia ain't getting home. You could lose two games and get there. The question would be Kansas. Kansas is favored this week, even going on the road. Well, if they good can, thing Texas has the tiebreaker. But if Texas has two losses, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but Kansas will have to lose. They will. You know it, I know it. It doesn't matter. My point is, I don't want this to be sold as some kind of good thing that you lost the game. Oh, it's fine. I mean, it's not optimal, but I, I, I don't walk away feeling and, like Oklahoma's the better team. And one of your... How? Easy. I just described it. Dylan Gabriel got a lot of slander from you. And what did he do at the very end of that game? Pressure in his face, got to have it, big throw, touchdown, final yeah. drive. That whole drive yeah, to me. Yeah, including that blown coverage. It was, it was awesome. Uh, look, it's clear when they ran the motion, they didn't pass off the cover. The guy's standing in the back. How do you miss Nick Anderson? How? Guy's they, like they seven one, they, feet tall. They had one defender for two guys. Exactly. I mean, it was a blown cover. It was stupid. The point is, Dylan Gabriel well, had No, no, hold on. It's not a blown cover. You blitz, you bring pressure, mm-hmm. you can't drop everybody back. You only no, it's, 11 it's a blown guys. cover. When the motion happens and the, and the corner's going, you, you, and the guy motions over and the other two guys goes, who's on first? It's a blown coverage. Okay. I mean, it's fine. I, I, li- I like your surface level stuff. I'm just trying to help you understand. Text will clean this up. We're going to be fine. Texas. Sideways horns, not down, down, sideways. Down. We're going to be all right. My bets aren't affected. My bet Saturday was. It bothered me. It hurt. It sucked. I'm not mad because ultimately our job is to provide quality. You provided a quality cap. Now, I think today you're given a Texas performance, a little B minus. I, I just assumed you'd be a little better. Now let's go to the other just side. mad the hat's on the other. Uh, no, because I can't wear that. That really hurt my head. It, you, it fits your head. Okay. You really did. He honestly does look like he belongs on a hayride right now. Thank you. Um, so why don't we go to the other side? Let's not. <laughs> I took my medicine, so hold on. Let me give you some Robitussin. No, go, go ahead, go ahead. No, no. It's just this Costa Luck madness has to stop. It's never close. I was on San Francisco minus three and a half. You were on the Cowboys. Niners win 42-10. The, unlike Oklahoma, Texas, never close, never watchable, full decapitation. Let's be clear. <laughs> Texas-Oklahoma was a game. Yep, good game. Jesus Christ. So here's the thing. I'm not here to rub your face. It was a bad pick. Shit happens. Do I think the Cowboys are that bad? No, Jim. But this is part of what we talked about going into the game. San Francisco, we might be just seeing it before our eyes. They're a wagon. They, they, I don't know how you stop them. We talked about how do I neutralize Micah Parsons. I'm going to run right at him. Mm-hmm. How did the Cowboys handle what san francisco does the answer is they don't well they thought hey we got our whole offensive line finally healthy for this game didn't matter hey didn't matter hey and how good's fred warner by the way how how good is warner and greenlaw as a duo yeah i'm with you you see warner 40 yards down he's the running field. with receivers right 
And now then the seam. The fumble with Pollard. Yep. The sack on Dak where he puts his hands up to knock it down and in the same motion, oh, wait, you didn't throw it? Come here. I'm going to give you a hug. Takes him to the ground. No, San Francisco's front four is the differential. It, it is Dallas's O-line is good to very good. San Francisco's D-line, front seven, that's as elite as it gets. Oh, and by the way, Randy Gregory's coming aboard now. Where are we at with Dak? I think he's a bum. I think in a big game, I'll bet against him every day of the week. I don't trust him. If that game's in Jerry World, it would have given me a little pause. But I think they were putting the three and a half out there for you, much like they put the 14 and a half out there for Kentucky. Mm -hmm. They were begging you. Mm -hmm. I got you a dollar. He got fucking hammered. He didn't throw the picks until late when he was forcing the ball because he had to. Jim, he stinks. But that's the thing is early in the game, you can't let your team get down. No. You can't bury yourself early and back no. yourself into a corner to where you're, you're putting the ball in harm's way. And, and where are we at with Brock Purdy? I still think there that's, are. That's allegedly a great defense on the other side. I think there's 12 to 15 quarterbacks in this league that could do exactly what he's doing. I mean, when you look at it, the talent, it's a spoil of riches. You've got a genius calling the plays. All he's got to do is make the appropriate read, process, make the throw. I, I, I don't, I'm not here with this Brock Purdy shit. I'm not. Is he, is he solid? Sure. Well, who's the, how many quarterbacks do you believe could do exactly what Purdy's doing? Here's an interesting question. If the two quarterbacks did a Freaky Friday switch, yeah. how does the game go? San Francisco still wins. Yes. Yeah. If I put, and I don't know that Dak throws a pick. If I put Kirk Cousins instead of Brock Purdy, they win. Uh, if for all the, the seven, eight elite QBs in the league, they win. Jared Goff, they win. Mm -hmm. uh, C.J. Stroud, they win. Uh, I just think there's half the league minimum. Uh, how about this? And I'm, I'm not trying to be a dick. Yeah. Baker Mayfield, <laughs> they win. Geno Smith. They, they win because Kyle Shanahan, I continue to say it, and it's not slander. They're good players. But Purdy is the J.J. McCarthy of the NFL. At Michigan, they scheme it up for you. All you're going to need to do is complete 13 to 15 balls a night. Make the read. It's going to be 40% play action. It's going to be 80% pre-snap candy. It's a running game we can lean on. And it is playmakers at every level. Jim, it's just, it's not a shot to say a lot of people. It's like if you play with the Rolling Stones. How many people could play with that band and be made to look good? I, I don't know. I'd like to think a lot. Christ. So, yeah, buddy, I, I, I don't know. How many F1 drivers could win with Lewis Hamilton's car? A lot. Is what, that, does that make me bad? No. No, and I think that's been some of the thought, the, the thought going into this season. I mean, that's what we talked about preseason is this is the best situation for a quarterback in football, yeah. what San Francisco has. And Kyle Shanahan was doing this before he got to San Francisco. Yep. Matt Ryan won his MVP with Kyle Shanahan. Now never duplicated that level of play. No, because an elite him. play caller yep. can elevate. Yep. When you have elite talent and an elite scheme, I'm sorry, I don't have to kiss the quarterback's ass. It's a great story. Happy for the kid. Shout out his parents' spa store and El Camino or wherever they're from. Bottom line, I'm not there with Purdy. But I don't need to be because they're a wagon. And I'm sorry, I don't see Philadelphia getting in their way. Philadelphia's secondary is still nowhere near where it was. And Kyle Shanahan against that team. I, no, I, they're the class of the NFC. I'm with you on that. I think they're the class of the NFL. But whatever. Listen, 
We split the difference. That's the beauty one of the one. Right, right. We we were like one of those pre-recorded hotlines. <laughs> we gave 50% to one side and 50% to the other on a recorded line. The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time's an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy-in last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt. It stands out. Red fire emoji. Cheapest seat 115 bucks, and that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used Game Time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom. You click in. Easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use that code Cash for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code. Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time, baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Before we recap all the other cards, yeah. plays. What do you, what, you got? Some other notes here. Yeah, I have a a, 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 villain, a villain of the I week. I have a villain of the week, and I have to do it because it was my. We had no business losing this bet, but Jesus, Jimbo Fisher. I oh. mean, you you piece of hillbilly shit. Honest to God, can Jimbo Fisher just go away? I mean, you are, you are truly awful. You have more resources than almost any other coach in football. The oil money, the recruiting, the facility. If you can't beat this version of Alabama, kindly leave. I mean, Jimbo Fisher has to be the most overrated coach in the history of college football. You are at home against an, uh, an Alabama team that can't throw the ball. And here's the worst part. All right, not only are we sitting here and it's open what corner Bama's attacking, you don't adjust to it. Here's Jimbo now. We got a fourth and one at the 45, plus territory, and you don't go for it. And in the post game, you're saying, well, if it was a half a yard, I would have gone oh. for it. I go, you pile of shit. Then, then he mismanages a fourth and a four. They blow decide, a timeout. Right, we're not going for that. We're blowing a timeout late to kick a field goal. I, I just, you know what? Here's here's bottom line. You can laugh at this. I'd rather be a Spartan fan right now and be homeless living on the street. I can't fire Jimbo. They owe him $70 million. This guy is ass. Jimbo Fisher is absolute garbage. And you know what, Jim? 
They allowed Milrow to go in there, throw for 300 yards. Ridiculous. They blew 17 opportunities to win the game. The turnovers, the penalties, the blown covers. Early, too, yeah. The mismanagement. Jimbo Fisher is honestly, if he is not the most overrated coach in college football, just put it in the comments. Put, put, send us an email at cashsticketpodcastgmail.com. Put it in a five-star review. Who's more overrated than this cat? Who? Who? Jameis Winston is giving him so much cachet. The one year they had that magic season at Florida State. I know. Because other than that. That game killed me. Yikes. But it doesn't rise to the criminal of the week. Cristobal? Jim. How? There's no going back. How? Well, first of all, it's not the first time Cristobal. I know. Let me line it up for the people. They already played like crap. They're up by three, 37 seconds to go, and Georgia Tech does not have a timeout. Mario Cristobal, instead of going in victory formation, runs the football. They fumble. Georgia Tech gets the ball. Georgia Tech now scores with one second to go to beat you. There is no explanation that or justification that would ever fly. You have video of Miami players on the sideline going, what the F are we doing? You've completely lost the team, but here's the worst part. It's not the first time you've done this. I take you back to the fall of 2018. I had Oregon at home against Stanford. Oregon's up by three. About 40 seconds to go, and Stanford had a timeout, but let me be very clear to you, it was only second down, and I'll never forget it. Cristobal decides to hand the ball to Shane Vereen. Future Patriot. Vereen fumbles. Stanford gets ball. Stanford wins game. If you're Mario Cristobal, I, I know it's idealistic, not realistic. I'll be honest. You can no longer coach my football team. For you to do that twice, do you know the only other time I've ever seen it in college? I think it was the fall of 98 or fall of 99. Kevin Steele was the head coach at Baylor, and they were playing UNLV. At the one-yard line, like 10 seconds to go, they're up by five. Mm -hmm. They decide to run the ball. Boop. Ball pops out, 100-yard fumble return for a touchdown the other way. Baylor loses the game. When you do stuff like this, you no longer can coach my team. I cannot pay you to coach my team. This week, they're going to Chapel Hill to face North Carolina. That should be a matchup with two undefeated football teams. We talk about losing your margin for error, Texas. Yeah. Miami lost its margin for error. And, Mike, I don't, like, one time, it should never happen. Ever. Two times, I can't make sense of it. How does it happen? When you're going to run that ball, unless Cristobal has got his head up his ass, Guys, I'm waving my, my, my arm. My. I'm pulling my pants down. I'm going, no, I'm running down the field. How does the quarterback I, not? I'm just taking Mario Cristobal should have gone streaking yeah. on the field. Do whatever it takes. Take whatever penalties. They can't take the ball from you. Right. We're not running a player. No. How? How? But you would think screwing it up the first time would scar you for life. I know. I'll give you an example. You play Madden. I play Madden. This is 10, 15 years ago. I'm playing an online game. Teenage gym. I'm playing as the Lions. I'm up. Game's over. I run a little toss sweep to Kevin Smith at the time. You deserve what you got. And I got hit, fumble. The guy goes all the way back. I will. I, I still play Madden. We'll never do that again. 
I was scarred. I'm playing a fucking video game. I'm not a multi-million dollar coach running Miami football. And there it is. I was scarred from it. This asshole does it a second time. You can't coach my team. Like, I, I don't know how, if you're a donor, you don't pull your money. Uh, you think I'm laughing, I'm being hyperbolic. I'm not. You have failed the bare minimum requirement to be a head coach. Take the knee every time. I saw someone on social media say, this should be a test for new coaches. You load them up with NCAA 14. You give them the ball. You go, the other team doesn't have any timeouts. What do you do here? If you're not taking three knees, you don't get the job. Honestly, it should be a prison sentence. Mario Cristobal should be in jail. Maybe only a weekend or something, but he should be in jail. <laughs> I, there should be something in the contract. If you ever do this, I'm throwing you in The prison. only thing that I was happy about is we didn't bet that game. Correct. That was the only solace for, for us, but correct. I know a lot of our listeners did. Including Big G. Including Big G. Your dad on one of those 19-team parlays. The Dan, only leg he missed. I don't know what he's doing. Mario Cristobal. Why don't we recap our bet, shall let's we? Let's do it. All right, so let's start with college. Yeah. And we've already done Texas, Oklahoma. Yeah, no need to redo that again. You sure? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, we go through the noon window. We both had Ohio State. Didn't deserve it, but we hit it. Minus 19 and a half. I don't know what you're talking about. Never a doubt. <laughs> no, let me, let me tell you this. I'm considering betting Michigan minus three and a half right now. Yeah. Because I feel like the week of the game, that's going to be closer to a touchdown. Jim, Ohio State is not. Look, I gave them credit for the win at Notre Dame. They deserve How credit. How tough did they look, Mike? I didn't. I didn't. The stat line, Listen, the I rushing output was very reminiscent of last year's Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, 100%. Team. You know the other thing I don't like? And I don't want to geek out, but they're not fitting the run. And what I mean is there's there's you have gap integrity and a lot of times, you know, it'll break down in a blocking format. You need to stay on the outside shoulder of this man or the inside shoulder of this man or this is your assignment on who to kick out. It, Jim, on defense, it's the same thing. You can't let the offensive lineman get to your outside or your nope. inside. What gap do you have? Are you staying there? It's fitting the run. I don't want to nerd out. I'm just making a point. And that's, that's Jim Knowles' defense. But they're not fitting. I know. So I got to hear about all these defensive linemen and how good they are if you're the, not in the right spots. Right. So that's a problem. And here's the other thing. Ryan Day wants to make this team into something it's not. He, he knows he has to get his team to be physical and run the ball to beat Michigan. But the problem is they're the same team that should have beat Georgia if Marvin Harrison doesn't get hurt. It's not an anti-McCord sentiment. It's not an anti-Ryan Day sentiment. I don't hate Ohio State. I don't have a dog in this fight. Obviously, I hate, I hate Michigan. Right here, right now, I think Michigan's at least a touchdown better. I wanted to know if I had your blessing to oh, place yeah. oh, I a would. future. I would. I saw that, the three and a half, the look ahead, some of the early games. So what am I missing? With what? Why is it three and a half? Why would the book not have adjusted going, all right, Ohio State is going to get smashed. Let's bait people a little bit. Who's taking that three and a half and feeling good about it? Buckeye fans? I don't know. All right. I just, People who go rivalry getting more than yeah. three? Listen, we took them. We got away. We won the money. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be too keen on betting them here on out. I don't like what I see at all. UCLA minus three and a half. We both had that. That was the free play. It lives on. The envelope just gets fatter, my man. And here's the thing. That game was not nearly as close as the final score indicated. The Dante Moore pick six. Right before the half. That wasn't a bad read by the quarterback. That was a defensive lineman catching a ball going 60 miles an hour from three feet away. 
and it was remarkable. It was Velcro. He threw a couple in the game, though. He's got a ways to go. He, he's a true freshman. I know, I know. You know why, why I like UCLA? The defense. Yep. People think Chip Kelly. They just think it's this one-dimensional this Oregon thing. thing. They from shut years down. Ago. No. They shut down Cam Ward. They shut down that running First turnover. Game. Um, UCLA, to me, was much the best in that game. Correct. I still believe UCLA is going to beat someone real. They're going to down screw the up something yeah. at the end of the Pac-12 and season. And I'm hoping you and I are on them the day it happens. There's going to be some dog opportunities for them. I don't think it's this week. I don't know if you know who they play. I have not even begun okay. my prep. We'll get to it when we get to it. Uh, what else we got? Arizona State by me. Great cap by you. Just an emotional roller coaster of a game. Great cap. I by thought you. it was the right side the whole way. It looked bleak late. Do you know when it turned? What? When did it turn? You know the moment it turned. When? And you owe me. When I sent a picture of, of the Jake Messiah, Plummer. I was a huge Jake the Snake Plumber fan. Arizona State, Rose Bowl, Ohio State. Jake the Snake was as clutch as they got at ASU. And you know what? I And I sent him a picture, people. I sent him a, yep, like an autographed, autographed yep. Jake Plummer photo. And I said, the Snake is not letting you lose. Yeah, that, is, that was, well, now they lost, but they covered. But they covered. Jake What's Plummer most important. loved covering. Love cover. You don't understand. They're down seven. They go on a drive, like a 15-play, like yeah. gotta-have-it drive to tie the game, only to give up a heartbreaking field goal. Didn't matter. Four and a half is what you needed. Beautiful. That's Beautiful. it. Get Beautiful. home, get the, get the money. Georgia, we both had the Bulldogs. I was very proud of that. It was a setup by the book. Oh, we were all over it. And that's my point. It's sometimes the public wins. And I, would, I did it with San Francisco. I did it with Georgia. You won't see me betting Georgia much. That's the first time I bet them all year. But that was against a ranked team. And it's a spot. It's at home. Mm -hmm. It's at night. And Kirby Smart was in their ear all week. You're pieces of shit. You are nothing. You are nothing. And they came out and played the best game of their season. We told you that's, that's what it would look like. Now, here's where we're at. Ohio State down in my power rankings this week. Georgia's up. Yep. Because here's the deal. I think if Kirby Smart and Bobo Admit, we're not the Georgia power running team of the past. Throw it around a little bit. Jim, they might be outside of Washington. Don't laugh when I say this. The second best passing team in America. With Lad McConkey, with Ra Ra Wilson, Bowers. with Lovett, and with Bowers, who, by the way, you can get, get angry now and get angry moving forward. Right here, right now, Brock Bowers is number one in my Heisman belly. Okay. He's the best player in America. Most He's outstanding. The, singular and, and best this, player. And this is the key. It's not an MVP award. Quarterbacks no. are more valuable. Outstanding is what the Heisman is all right about. Right here, right okay. now, he's the best player in America. Teams are doubling and tripling. They're doing things with this kid. They're running double moves with a tight end. So uh, my, and my point is... on a week is, where, where USC went to the brink because Caleb's the, probably most people's favorites. And Carson, I don't mind the, the, the pivot. Carson Beck is starting to get it. And I understand it's Kentucky. I'm not trying to say that it's, it's, it's Alabama. But, guys, that is a ranked team. That is a team that's going to win eight or nine games. And he could have thrown for 700 if he wanted to. So, Georgia up in my rank. We already touched on Bama, Texas, AMU. I have no words. It is a, that was the most disgusting loss of the week. Louisville. Spot bet. You were all over it. Shout out Jack Harlow. Knocks down Notre Dame, their second loss of the year at night. Yeah, and again, that was a spot play. That's not about, now, again, much like if Texas played Oklahoma 10 times, Texas would win probably nine of them. The point is, if Notre Dame played Louisville 10 times, Notre Dame probably wins seven or eight of them. That's a spot play. 
Notre Dame played week zero. Notre Dame played at night against Ohio State, played at night against Duke. Now you got to come up and it's another team Super Bowl. And look, Louisville, they had, now. they had an extra day's rest. Mm-hmm. And Notre Dame just looked tired. They looked tired. I'm not mad at Marcus Freeman. I'm not going to go nuts about the 4th and 11. I, that was a tired football team. And it's a spot play. And it's why, you, as Nick Saban has always said, you're, you get two A-plus performances a year. You can't ask your team to do it every week. Notre Dame's got to bounce right back. Another night game this week, favored against USC. I really don't like USC, Jim. I know. I, really, I know, which is going to make that game. I, that is a regret, and it wouldn't matter for our record. But I texted you late at night, and I said, hey, how are we not taking Arizona getting 21 here? I mean, USC. And minutes later, it's 17-0 Arizona. I know. I know. I went to bed. I had to catch a flight early in the morning. But it was just a regret where it was like one of these things we didn't do on the show. And I go, Cookie, what are we doing here? Two more from the college card. Because, again, I played a lot. Wyoming. Best cap of the week. Best cap of the week. Laramie, thin air. Devil's number. And Craig Bowl. Bomb squad. Yep. When you cap an underdog, whether it's Louisville, whether it's Wyoming, Jim, I will always give more credit when you take a dog and they win outright. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, honestly, it was cruise control. That was a really good cap by you. I didn't have the guts to play it. I should have I should have believed in you more, mm-hmm. not only as a capper, but as a man. <laughs> no, it was, a hell of a, it was a hell of a cap. It was your best cap of the week. And then the night ends, Boise State. I don't want to I think you had conked out by the end. Yeah, I was done. So Boise was getting destroyed we made a bad play. However, mm-hmm. they rally all the way back. Mm-hmm. They take the lead. Mm-hmm. We got a minus nine and a half. They're mm-hmm. setting up to kick a field goal to win by 10, and they miss a 54-yarder. Mm-hmm. And that's the text I woke up to. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Happy Sunday. Didn't deserve it. Wanted it. Needed it. You can't win them all. I'm pumped we stayed away from Missouri. Did you see how that game ended? Yep. That was Oregon, Texas Tech Redux. Yep. A pick six as the clock expires to blow the cover. I feel like there were a lot of pick sixes this week. Tell it's dangerous it. out there. Oh, it's tough in these streets. <laughs> I don't know what it is with these teams who want to get willy-nilly and throw the perimeter at the goal line. I, that, that's one I don't get. You want to High throw risk. it, fine. But when you're throwing late to the sideline at the Beg, goal you're, line? You're begging for something. What are we doing here? NFL boards. We both had the Falcons. Got very lucky. One and a half. Very Razor's lucky. edge, as you say. Very lucky. By the way, C.J. Stroud's real. Mm-hmm. He went down and drove them to a win. And they spit the bit to give up the field goal late, but C.J. Stroud is real. We both had Dolphins first half again. And Razor's I had them for the game. field goal. Well, you yeah. had both, but we both had the the Dolphins first. Yeah, half. and again, two or through the pick six, and I thought we were beat. Yep. We got the field goal back. The reality is, were they seven points better than the Giants in the first half? Yes, mm-hmm. winner. Um, same for the game for the game. Yep. You had to survive at the end. Tyrod Taylor got the ball down to the twenty. You had to survive a little bit late, guys. It's it's. When you're giving away points in the NFL, very rarely is it going to be San Francisco, Dallas, and there's no sweat. Uh, but those were two wins for me. Atlanta was the third. And then, look, Frisco was the fourth. I just feel be- the losses, the Denver game, I, 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 I can't. I just I can't. I can't even believe what I watched. I know, but I feel like we should have seen that coming. Oh, stop and, it. No, we should have. No, we shouldn't have. Yes. And the game I should have cap. So what cap is there for me for a team dropping a punt at the 10? For a fumble six. They're, they're, we talked about teams that are radioactive, and I honorable mentioned them early last right. week. Denver's on the list. They're clearly a radioactive team. We should have known better. Joe Burrow, I take it off the card, must win game. They had no issues. Okay, you're big, uh, that's my I, big regret. Okay, it should be your regret, just like you should regret dismissing me when I gave you Arkansas plus the 12 and a half. All right. 
My point is, mistakes were made. It evened out. We were fine. You went nine and three in college. You, you didn't have a great day in the pros, but you can't do it every week, Jim. It's hard. And I knew it was coming in the pros. I told you before we picked any game. All right, here, here's that the board deal. was lousy. So, like, let me give you an example. So, there's been an, uh, some ups and downs in the NFL, but I'm 17 and 12. College, I'm 29 and 16. So, forgive me, I went to a Big Ten school. I'm 46 <laughs> and 28 on the season. What more do you I know, want? I know. It's as good as it'll ever get. And for you, you are 50 and 39 because you play a shit ton of games. That's still on the right side of profitability. You are. And, and again, guys. But that doesn't mean we don't have regrets. Like another one. I know. You took the Bills because they always Terrible pick. Terrible pick. I wanted Jacksonville and I didn't do it. And there's regret and it's not even noon. I mean, that's Terrible. that's how that's how it is. Terrible. Uh, we both had the Vikings. I, I feel like we... If I could have done it over, I still would have played the Vikings. Same. Jefferson gets hurt. Here's they where still have works. a chance late. Here's where it works. Like, overall, if I picked, you know, like for the kickoff show with Boomer, I pick every game because yeah. we have to. Yeah. I didn't have a good week. What I said to my buddy who was breaking my balls, I go, all right, here's the deal, asshole. I said, first of all, I didn't see your text when I went 18 and 8 the last two weeks. Uh -huh. I said, there are going to be weeks it doesn't work. When home dogs lose, I get bombed. Well, home dogs didn't cover yesterday. Yeah, I had the Rams, another one, home dog. All of them. Rams, Arizona. Uh, uh, just, Vikings. Go, yeah. Right, you can go up and down the list. So my point is, I said it's about the big picture. If I'm going to pick every game every week in the NFL and pick 200 games, I'll be on the right side of it because the principles work. Over the course of a season? My regret in the NFL. What? How did I not take Mike Tomlin at home north of a field goal? Ah. Yeah, see, I do like the, the the Lions tailgate show, and we had that on the card, and I took the Steelers, and as I'm wrapping the show, I'm going, why isn't that on my cash-the-ticket card? Do you want to just, now listen, you wanted to meet a culp on Oklahoma. Can you please at least meet me in the middle on Lamar? Please? Yeah, that was bad. No, I'm just saying it's It like, was bad. Look and I know his, there were some drops, but I'm not going to do the apologetic right, but look thing. look at his numbers five games in. We're a third of the way through, essentially. Jimmy's got four touchdowns, two picks. Bad red zone He's only had more than 200 week. yards passing twice. He's not running. I still don't think he has a great group of receivers, but I'm, I'm well, not going to do this. Like, you, you, just, you get to a point where I it's know. like, okay, so so basically you're telling me you're only good if you're if you're in San Francisco. Like, Who like, wins that division? Probably, is it still Cincinnati? It's probably them because Nick Chubb is dead. The Steelers well, are largely... Well, only a game back now. I, I just, I'm not ready to trust them. Can we remind ourselves it is Arizona they beat? But the, to me, it's not that they beat Arizona. Joe Burrow's first touchdown, he bought time. Yeah. That's the big thing with his calf is he couldn't buy time. He was a one-read guy. Yeah. If that's getting better, and yeah. only a game back, if we take a peek after the show and see what uh, when, the, when the division is. Done. And, and, and again, overall, the numbers are right. I think we're seeing the board pretty good. The NFL is going to be a war zone. College, I'm very proud of our work. And then, look, last year, I didn't have a good year in college. And I told you guys, this is how I play. You know, long-term, I feel like it's the viable way, and it's proving itself out as, like, guys, I think we're doing, like, we're rarely dipping with the public stuff, but we're hitting when we do. Mm -hmm. The dogs are working. We've avoided some fleas. Look, doing the best we can. So I feel like it's pretty high-level stuff. No pod's doing both, and no pod's doing it in a winning way. And we are. So, like, savor the flavor while you can, because there's going to be bad weeks. It's, it's just what it is. Um, we're both doing too good in college. There's going to be a, yeah, a bite rent, back week. Rents do. Rents do. And it's going to be tough for me this weekend. I'll probably have a more limited card because of the wedding, but it is what it is. Oh, um, uh, real quick. Yeah. The Texas bar thing. They were already rerouting people to an auxiliary location. 
They were at capacity at 9 a.m. Okay. I couldn't do it. So the whole show up a half hour before never, never would have flown. No, because I, ca I called hours before. I, I, I know. And they, they were saying, oh, no, you got to go to 33rd Street. I'm like, oh. wait, hold on a second. I, so then I say, you know, I'm just going to find a different locale. It's probably best you didn't. And it, well, it worked out okay because I just had my sad little beverage. And luckily, I side bet the over on the Mizzou game. So I got some joy out of it. But the Texas thing was just. It would have been so much worse to be at that place with all I was just, Texas again, fans. I don't want to do this. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm sure Jim Handicap, Texas dropping interceptions in the end zone and things of that nature. But, uh, you know, again, Oklahoma. As a reminder, superb. Texas, never back. They are back. Never Stop back. it. They're going to be top five ne in the never country. Back. Shut up. All right, here's the deal. Due to time constraints, we can't do tailgate Tuesday today with the food. I have something I want to bring up. We might try to get it into a later episode this week. If not, it gives you another week to hit us with requests. Cash ticket at podcast at gmail.com. I have the hidden goat of crowd pleasers for football. It's controversial. We're going to talk about it. Unfortunately, I got a meeting to get into, and Jim has things to do, too. So that's Cash Ticket. That's the recap. We're going to hit you with the college, hit you with the pro. We march on. It is foliage season.